After all these years, I'm amazed at the impact my favorite music of the 60s and 70s continues to have on me. Living in the past? Well, I don't think so. But if it's true, it's a great place to live musically, even if it's just one more time. I missed another one last night. This was a concert featuring James Taylor and Jackson Brown performing in St. Paul. My rock concert days are presumably long past by now, especially in the days of COVID-19. It used to be so much easier back then. Buy a ticket over the phone, receive it in the U.S. mail, and then just show up for a good time. Now there are requirements for masks, vaccination cards, backpack searches, not to mention $25 for parking. I suspect the other thing that has changed is the number of white-haired folks in the audiences. James Taylor is now 73, like the rest of us. There are a few acts that I'd still love to see. The Eagles, Clapton again, and James Taylor. Taylor might seem an unlikely choice for me, who was weaned on the harder sounds of Steppenwolf, Led Zeppelin, The Doors, The Who, Credence, and Cream. Those served as my guitar teachers, my vocal instructors, and the houses to which I could escape the insecurities of becoming a young adult. They are still all my friends, along with dozens of their peers, whose words and music filled my listening ears. Some of them, or parts of them, are gone now. The excesses of the 60s or the inevitable toll of advancing age have thinned their ranks, seemingly a day at a time. Graham Edge of the Moody Blues passed away last week. He and his mates took me to unimaginably far-off places, even into days of future past. But a lot of my pals are still alive and, if not kicking, then at least still singing, like James Taylor. In contrast to the volume and bombast of my favorite tunes and bands, James Taylor slugged me over the head with a soft guitar and even softer voice. There has always been something alluring, endearing about Taylor's delivery, wherein the audience could not only hear, but also feel every word. And even if the subject of the song was not entirely clear, I felt as though I understood its meaning and importance. I'm still not completely certain of the basis of Taylor's masterpiece, Fire and Rain, despite many stories of explanation. That song still brings tears to my eyes from its sheer beauty, as it did from the very first times I heard it. I was helped in my admiration of James Taylor by Katie's love of his music, feeling the words of his music is special for each of us. Singing the words together is joyful. It's apparent that Taylor feels that way too, based upon the reviews of his appearances. He has a gift. How is it that at age 73, Taylor can continue to soothe an audience? Or that Mick Jagger, at age 78, can still electrify an arena full of screaming elderlies? Maybe more incredibly, what allows Tony Bennett, definitely not a rocker, but certainly a performer, the uncanny ability to perform flawlessly 
at age 95 while suffering the losses of Alzheimer's disease. The answer is the same for the performance as it is for us listeners. It's the music. James Taylor could no more stop singing than he could cease breathing. It's deep within him. Tony Bennett cannot recall the name of someone introduced to him 10 minutes ago, but out on the stage with microphone in hand and thousands in attendance, he can sing jazz the way he has done for decades. Jagger? Some have suggested that his choreography is more energetic today than before his somewhat recent heart surgery. I know the curative effects of music, whether playing it on guitar or simply listening to it. More than once, music has pulled me out of a funk when nothing else seemed to be able to do so. My guitar playing may be erratic and unpolished, but when I'm concentrated on notes, every pain, worry, or other distraction evaporates. The adrenaline created by playing or singing music is tonic for the body as well as the soul. I didn't realize that James Taylor was going to be performing in the neighborhood. I probably wouldn't have attended anyway, given all those concert obstacles, but the mere fact that he was in St. Paul, still delivering the sounds and soothing of his voice, made me feel better. He's still at it, and so am I. It's very good medicine. A Twin Cities music critic observed, quote, As the years roll on, James Taylor has evolved into the Mr. Rogers of rock and roll. Kind, gentle, patient, compassionate, reassuring. He sings about friendship, loneliness, sweetness, smiles, and dreams. Taylor's music and persona are as comfortable and comforting as Mr. Rogers' cardigan and sneakers, and as familiar, unquote. I can say the same thing about all of my most favorite music. It's part of who I am. And the fact is, I miss Mr. Rogers.